0: She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha.
1: Hi, loves. Welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. Today, I have very interesting guest and very interesting episode, guys. So you will learn so much from this episode. My guest today is Gary Breca, And Gary is celebrity biohacker. And he is also one of the co-founders of 10x Health. And we will be talking about on how to 10x your health and become superhuman. Gary is a celebrity biohacker and he treated celebrities like Grant Cardone, Diddy, Steve Aoki, and so many others. As chief human biologist for 10x Health, Gary guides the company's global wellness vision and direction. He has over 20 years of experience in biohacking and functional medicine. His passion lies in customizing peak performance protocols for individuals to achieve optimal health He is an expert on serum blood and genetic biomarkers he also sits on the board of nfl alumni association as health services director and is known as celebrity biohacker so today gary and i will be discussing so many great and interesting topics so we will be talking about how to predict how long someone has left to live why cold plunges become such a huge trend, and why is it better than cryotherapy, what's an important nutrient in human body, is it possible to end chronic diseases, what are the daily habits to become a superhuman, what is our body actually needs, red light therapy, and why is it so beneficial, anxiety and depression, and there is a cure. And so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, yeah. Gary. I'm so honored to have you on my podcast. How are you today?
0: I'm um, so honored to be here. <laughs> in beautiful Jackson Hole, Wyoming right now.
1: Yeah, I've seen it. It's so cold. And you are doing the cold plunges like always in 38-degree weather.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 38-degree wa- water. It was 28 degree weather. It was yeah. really cold
1: that's amazing and as just to give a background i've seen you so many times on instagram working with so many celebrities and you actually hacking the system and explaining how everyone can become superhuman and so many great stories and i also seen your story i mean seen you at ken's conference and your story was tremendous so we would love to hear more. How did you start and how did you become so famous?
0: <laughs> um, well, you know, I was a, uh, you know, by way of background, I'm a human biologist. Um, so my undergraduate degrees are in biology. My postgraduate degrees are in human biology. And, you know, shortly after, you know, graduating from graduate school, I went to work for the insurance industry as a mortality expert, uh, which meant if if we got five years of medical records on you and 5 years of demographic data uh we could tell the insurance company how long you had to live uh to the month very accurate mortality science and the downside of that industry was you weren't allowed to have any contact with the patient or with the treating physician um you know rightfully so because I, i'm not licensed to practice medicine but even if i saw life threatening drug interactions i couldn't contact the patient and so eventually I I decided that you know there were human beings on the other side of these spreadsheets that I was working on. and I had so much information on how to help people live healthier, happier, longer lives research based. I spent, you know um, hundreds of thousands of hours reading medical record and and doing diagnosis extractions and putting them into this mortality model. And I decided eight years ago with my fiance to start a wellness franchise, which at the time was called Streamlined Medical Group. Um, uh, we ended up treating a, a, a very well-known patient a uh, billionaire named Grant Cardone and um, made such a difference in his life that he decided a few years later to acquire us and become co-founders of 10X Health. And now uh, 10X Health is in the process of you know, spreading a thousand clinics across the country and um, opening mega centers and touching as many lives as we can.
1: That's incredible. And how did you handle working as mortality, uh, field, it's, it's just, it's crazy even just to imagine it. It's just like, what do you have to see every day? And
0: well, I mean, you know, when you have that much insight into somebody's medical records and you have a population database with hundreds of millions of lives and you see trends, you know, um, you know, I, I remember that, you know, the majority of the reason why, um, you know, people are not living longer, healthier, happier lives. And, and we struggle with just things that we chalk up to aging or stress, you know, brain fog, weight gain, water retention, hormone imbalance, poor sleep, lack of response to exercise, all these things that we say are a consequence of aging, are what we used to call modifiable risk factors. Meaning if people could make small shifts, relatively small shifts in their life, they would have demonstrative impact on their outcomes. And these aren't even major dietary lifestyle changes. They're things like looking into your body and trying to find out what raw material is missing from my body that's causing it to behave this way. And so, you know, I when I, when I left that industry, we put that to practice. I found some great like-minded physicians that were licensed to practice medicine. And we started um, in a, uh, a small center in, in Naples, Florida, and, and we've just, you know, exploded globally since then. And really my mission is to... to just give people tangible information that can help them live longer, healthier, happier lives. And to help them find that missing raw material, the vitamin, the mineral, the amino acid, the nutrient that's gone from their body, that's robbing them of being in their true state of normal.
1: That's incredible. And what does 10X Health entails? What it consists of? And Tell us more about it.
0: Um, well, I mean, 10X Health is the is platform. Uh, so we do... Um, Two types of testing. We do genetic testing, uh, which is a test you do once in your lifetime to figure out what raw materials does your body convert into the usable form and what can it not convert. This, in my opinion, is the most important piece of information to find if you're in the search for optimal health, because if your body is deficient in certain vital vitamins or minerals or amino acids, um, it's astounding what kind of impact this can have on your health, your brain fog, um, you know, anxiety, depression, ADD, ADHD, um, gut health, um, the lack of Delta wave of sleep, you know, deep sleep. And so we do a genetic test that you do once in your lifetime to see what does your body process and what does it doesn't. So you what what does it not? Uh, so that you can stop supplementing just for the sake of supplementing, and you can start to supplement for deficiency. And magic things happen to human beings when you just give their body the raw material it needs to do its job. And then the second thing that we do is uh, blood testing. We look at um, hormone balance, uh, glycemic control, how well you're controlling your blood sugar, and nutrient deficiencies. And and then we have a whole host of therapies that we do that are you know individually tailored to the person to to help turn their, um, turn their goals around and, and, and align them on a pathway to optimal health.
1: Wow. That's amazing. And how do you actually do the genetic testing? Do you use like saliva sample or how do you do it?
0: Yeah, it's a, um, uh, it's a cheek swab. So it's a, um, you know, Q-tip you swab the inside of the cheek, you get some DNA. We look at five genetic markers. Um, we don't really look, look at your, you know, your ancestry, you know your skin color, your eye color, whether or not you have detached ear lobes, you know none none of that information is actionable. What we're looking at are the genes of methylation. And you see, um once we understand that there's not a single compound known to mankind, not one, that enters the human body and is used in the format that we put it in, without exception, every single nutrient that enters the human body gets converted into the usable form. And if you can't make this conversion, you have a deficiency and it's the deficiency that leads to some of the most common ailments that we call either pathology or disease like anxiety or ADHD or you know weight gain or hormone imbalance or all all sorts of things and not really a disease that is happening to us these are things that are happening within us because our body is missing certain very key raw materials and so we do a blood test we do a gene test we also do very specific um iv therapies ozone um uh nad ivs um, and you know nutrient ivs for detox hydration and immune boosters and then we have something called a superhuman protocol which is essentially taking everything from mother nature um that's good about mother nature and bringing it from the outside in you know we get three things from Mother nature we get magnetism from the earth We get oxygen from the air and we get light from the sun. And the further we get away from those basics, um, the sicker we become, you know, think about the last time that you had bare feet touching bare soil, like dirt, grass, sand. Um, You know, this is the last time that you actually discharged into the earth, right? Human beings build up a charge. And when we contact the surface of the earth, which is called grounding or earthing, we actually discharge into the earth, right? We change the polarity of ourselves. And, you know, a lot of us um, spend the majority of our adult lifetime just breathing with the top third of our lungs. We don't even use the lobes of our lungs anymore. We just breathe with what's called the apex of our lungs. So our blood oxygen drops, which affects all kinds of physiologic systems in the body. And we use red light therapy, which is called photobiomodulation. Um, we certainly didn't invent it. It's a well-proven therapy for all kinds of things like improving collagen, elastin, fibrin in the skin, um, reducing inflammation, increasing circulation, and and driving oxygen into a very, very special part of the cell called the mitochondria. So all of our centers will be equipped with these things so that this equipment is accessible to the to the general public.
1: So I've been at the creator's house, the hotel collection creator's house. And oh. I've seen the, the 10X, um, everything there. And I've seen the cold plunges too. And cold plunge is kind of like a trend right now. Everyone is doing it, even like at yes. their home in the bathtub. So what are the benefits and why is it so good and so great for your body to do the cold plunge?
0: Well, you know, stressing your body um, – is actually not bad for you, it's good for you. You know, I have a saying that uh, aging is the aggressive pursuit of comfort. The more aggressively we pursue comfort, the faster we age. Just remember that, you know, if we don't load our bones, they don't strengthen. If we don't actually tear a muscle, it doesn't grow. And if you don't challenge the immune system, it weakens. And so- um, you know, we, we we have to stop telling grandma not, not to go outside, it's too hot, not to go outside, it's too cold, just to lay down, just to relax, to eat at the very first pang of hunger. This is destroying our natural defense mechanisms. The body very often goes through a process called hormesis, which means that a stress results in a positive response, right? You stress the skin, the melatonin in the skin begins to protect you from the sp- on. You load a bone, it begins to strengthen. You tear a muscle, it gets stronger. Um, You expose the body to hot and cold temperatures. Very special things happen. Right? We used to think that putting athletes in cold water was beneficial because of the reduction in inflammation. But we know now that that's only about 15% of the benefit. Right? When you submerge yourself in cold water, just remember that water is 29 times more thermogenic than air, meaning it removes heat from the body at 29 times times the rate. So when you submerge yourself in cold water, heat begins to leave your body. Since calories are a measure of heat, actually the definition of a calorie is the amount of energy that it takes to raise one cubic centimeter of water, one degree centigrade. So calories are heat measurements. So think about what's leaving your body when heat leaves your body, calories. And so, um, it increases our caloric expenditure. It is excellent. It dilates and and constricts. It causes a peripheral vasoconstriction, which forces oxygen into the core and forces oxygen to the brain. It causes your liver to panic in an effort to save your life and to secrete something called cold shock proteins into the blood. These specialized proteins scour the blood of free radical oxidation. They quadruple the rate of protein synthesis, which is muscle repair. So you know, as you mentioned on my Instagram yesterday, I was right out in the lake right behind me right here. It's about 38 degrees. Um, I did a workout out in 28 degree weather yesterday. I did eight minutes of breath work in the woods in a pair of board shorts, no shirt, um, you know, no pants, well, board shorts. Um, And and then I jumped in a 38 degree lake for four minutes. I felt amazing. I felt like I'd won the lottery. But, But see, most of us don't actually want to stress ourselves, we avoid cold temperatures, we avoid hot temperatures, we avoid heavy weight. Um, You know, 95% of human beings will never sprint again after their 30th birthday. So once we hit 30, only 5% of people ever even get into a dead sprint again. We just seek comfort so aggressively that we break down all the natural defense mechanisms in the body.
1: And what's actually the difference between cryotherapy? I mean, I know the difference. It's totally different. But cryotherapy is also stress in your body being cold. And cold plunge is actually, I mean, kind of the same. So what's the difference? And is one better than the other? Or there is no difference?
0: In, in, in my opinion, yes. You know, um, <clears throat> remember, water is 29 times more thermogenic than air. So it removes heat at 29 times the rate. Um, So our body forms a heat barrier over top of our skin. So when we enter cold air, if we're not moving, um, that heat barrier will protect us. One of the reasons why you get goosebumps is so that the hair can stand up on your arms and your legs, your chest and your neck and actually trap heat around the body, right? So um, you, you circumvent that process when you get in cold water. I would say cold showers are good. Cryotherapy is better cold water um, immersion is best. So I always like to tell people, look, you don't have to go out and spend five, six, seven thousand $7,000 on a cold plunge 10x health has an amazing cold plunge. It's seven grand. But before you spend that kind of money, just get used to taking cold showers. Um, you know, a, a sixty-second to three-minute cold shower can be life-changing. Now, if you live in Arizona or Miami, I live in Miami. The water's not really that cold. Um, you can get bags of ice and put them in a bathtub a few days a week, um, and and fill your bathtub up with cool water, cold water, and then uh, dump about eighty pounds of ice in there. Um, create your own cold plunge. Wait for the ice to fully dissolve and really cool the water down, and just get use to being comfortable being uncomfortable. Three minutes minimum, six minutes maximum is all it takes. And I promise you, if you've never done this, it will become your drug of choice because it elevates your mood, it improves your emotional state, it increases your circulation, it floods the brain with, with oxygen, the core with oxygen, releases cold shock proteins. And it's basically free. It's one of those things where making yourself uncomfortable for a short period of time pays extraordinary dividends. What is
1: the most important nutrient in human body?
0: By far, I mean, if I just had to pick one, the choice was actually not made by me. The choice was made by God Um, when he created us. um, And I believe in God. um, He created us. uh, He created us with the ability to make one nutrient, one vitamin. So there's hundreds of vitamins in your body right now hundreds of vitamins in your bloodstream, you are only capable of making one. Human beings only manufacture one vitamin on our own, and it's vitamin D3, holocalciferol. We make it from sunlight and cholesterol. You don't even need to eat to manufacture this nutrient. So just for a moment, think about how important a nutrient must be if it's the only one that human beings manufacture on our own. And then secondly, think that There's not a single cell in the entire human body, not one that doesn't have a receptor site for this nutrient. Vitamin D3 acts like a hormone. It acts like a calcium transport molecule. It is a vitamin. It's a nutrient. Um, It deposits calcium into the bones. It regulates our hormones. It actually improves our immune system. You know, when you look at um, the recent pandemic that we just came out of the second leading cause of morbidity and COVID was clinical deficiency in vitamin D3. And, You know, when we hear things like uh, COVID disproportionately affected minorities, this was very true. It had nothing to do with their minority status. It had to do with the pigment of their skin. As the pigment of your skin gets darker, you need more sun exposure to create the same amount of vitamin D3. This is why the average population, about 50% of the population is clinically deficient in vitamin D3. Darker pigmented populations, Latinos, uh, Middle Eastern um, uh, African Americans, eighty-five percent of these populations are clinically deficient in vitamin D3. And so, if you were to say, you know, what's the single most important nutrient in the human body? By far, it's vitamin D3. Um, if you're not getting enough sun exposure, we should all be supplementing with vitamin D3, five thousand IU's with eighty micrograms of K2. Um, this will actually help the calcium that's being transported. By de- by the vitamin D3 deposit into the bone and not into the arterial wall.
1: I was aware of kind of vitamin D3. I I always take it like every day, but also there is concern about vitamins, you know, over-counter vitamins that people take mostly and they don't do, I mean, they don't make any difference because sometimes we take vitamins, like you mentioned before, and we don't know what exactly going on with our body, so. Yes they don't actually do anything for us so it's like well you guys do have your vitamins and minerals and uh, supplements you provide Mm -hmm. after the test correct correct because the ones that over counter most of them are not even natural Yeah, i mean
0: when you use cheap binders and fillers um Um, in an effort. Because remember, the way that that the the supplement industry is regulated, you have to have truth and disclosure, right? So if I say that this capsule has 1,000 milligrams of vitamin D3 or 1,000 milligrams of, sorry, vitamin C, it has to have 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C. But what you absorb could be zero. And I can still make the claim about the content of that vitamin. So- Certain plant sterols, fillers, binders um, in cheap vitamins are are a real no-fly zone. And then, of course, like the Industrial Revolution and the Agricultural Revolution is about efficiencies and about um, um, costs, we we actually manufacture a lot of vitamins synthetically. Um, Folic acid, for example, um, the most prevalent nutrient in the human diet is completely synthetic. You cannot find folic acid anywhere on the surface of the earth. You can't find folic acid anywhere naturally in nature. Folate occurs in nature. We make folic acid in a laboratory. We do the same thing with vitamin B12. There are three forms of B12 that occur naturally in nature called hydroxycobalamin, adenosylcobalamin, and methylcobalamin. This is the most important light metal in the human body. Yet we make a fourth type in a laboratory out of hydrogen cyanide called cyanocobalamin. This is a cyanide based form of B12. And so um, you're right, very often your supplements are not only not helping, they could be hurting you. And the other thing is, you know, we have a tendency to just supplement for the sake of supplementing, right? Um, You know, we talk to our cousin or our neighbor or our doctor or our friend or our spouse um, and our gym buddy, or we read an article in a magazine and we go, ah, that's what I need, salt palmetto, St. John's word, CoQ10, turmeric, curcumin. Um, and we put all this stuff in kind of hoping that it hits the mark. Most people get virtually no benefit from supplements, but but, but first we need to test. Um, this is why I have a mantra that says test, cleanse, treat, meaning test for your deficiencies in the blood and genes, um, cleanse at least by a single day colon cleanse, because most of us have, our entire colon is lined by mucoid plaques, which actually retard and uh, inhibit the absorption of nutrients, but don't inhibit the escape of bacteria. And so a a test to see what you're deficient in, a treatment to cleanse the colon, and then, um, uh, you know, treat, test. Cleanse treat. This is so important because even the cleanest eaters are ingesting voluminous amounts of pesticides, herbicides, insecticides, preservatives. And since these things are non natural compounds, the body doesn't break them down and eliminate them in the normal fashion. Very often, these cake and line the walls of the intestine. And if you don't absorb it, it's useless, right? So, um, this is why you know, taking good care of our colon and taking great care of um, our bodies by actually getting data and information on what's going on in your blood, what's going on in your genes, and now having a targeted supplementation program instead of just wolfing things down and hoping that something works. um, These can have miraculous changes for people.
1: And that's amazing. I'm glad you guys can actually provide it. And because the actual health system here in the US is just so completely... Just complete mess because we get <clears throat> because of nutrition that we eat and nutrition not all the meats and cheeses and dairy is actually produced without antibiotics and all other additives that they do. There's actually so many other bad things that they add to the nutrition that we consume daily.
0: Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go.
1: And then we get like chronic disease from it, but then actually we get prescription from it, and then from prescription we get side effects, and then we have to get prescription for those side effects that like happened to me. I had anxiety, and I had I was diagnosed with depression, which I'm not a depressed person, but right. I, I had panic attacks, and later on I was well. They had to put me on very very low dose on. Uh, it's Alexa and Uh after I kind of started going back and and trying to figure out how and why well some of it was yeah external factors as far as environment and other things but one of the main reasons was the birth control which I did not get the generic I did not get the original one I got the generic one because the pharmacy was out or they had factory shortage I think so because of that, I started reading all the side effects, and the actual one did not have any of these side effects. But the generic one had like mood swings, anxiety, depression, yeah. attacks, and all that. And I, <laughs> of course, I quit it at that time and I switched to different one. But at that time, I didn't know why it was so crazy. Like I'm all of a sudden so sad and I'm crying, and I'm like having this anxiety. And panic attacks like three times a day. And I was like, this is crazy.
0: Yes. Well, you know, we define depression in this country as an inadequate supply of serotonin. So if you are low on serotonin, you're by definition depressed. So you would think that the fix would be to raise serotonin, but that's not what we do. We take people that are low on serotonin and we put them on something called SSRIs, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. So what this does is it takes what little serotonin you have And it rations it. So by definition, it never raises serotonin. So by definition, it never ends depression. And this is why most people have been on antidepressants sometimes for years and years and years without really ever ending depression. And so if once we understand that serotonin is made in the gut, 90% of the serotonin in your body is in the gut. If you don't have it here, you can't have it here. So rarely does depression begin from the outside environment. It usually begins from within you. And this is why some people that have anxiety or depression don't really have a trigger that they can point to in their outside environment. They search for a cluster of symptoms outside their body and they have a hard time finding it because it's not coming from a cluster of symptoms. It's coming from your physiology. Once we fix the gut, supplement for deficiency, very often these symptoms can go away.
1: Yeah, because once you get on, I mean, I refuse to completely but once you get on hooked on xanax or all of those you're on it for life because for people they get attached to it and they get addicted to it and they can they think they will die without it but there is actually health hacks that you can fix it with so it's just incredible that you guys do that
0: yeah yeah it's amazing and and you know it's life-changing when you when you actually um just fix the deficiencies that the body needs to do its job,
1: yeah, and is it possible to heal chronic diseases? because I mean, I know <clears throat> sometimes they even say our bodies can heal our bodies itself, but also getting our bodies on the right track can heal it as well. So yeah.
0: a lot of chronic diseases is chronic deficiency. So a lot of chronic diseases, chronic nutrient deficiencies. when you deprive the body of certain nutrients, it behaves in a very, um diseased way once inflammation sets in inflammation has a tendency to become chronic if you look at the root cause of most um disease and pathology you'll find that it has a combination of hypoxia an absence of blood oxygen and two it has the presence of inflammation these neuroinflammatory disorders alzheimer's dementia um you know issues uh diseases like type 2 diabetes um and, and nearly every form of autoimmune disease has an inflammatory component and a hypoxic component in the absence of oxygen. This is why I say the presence of oxygen is the absence of disease. I say this all the time. And, you know, some of the things that I tell people that they can do tomorrow to really change their life is to start exposing themselves to thermal stresses. Um, You know, you said you saw my Instagram yesterday. I was outside for 65 minutes in 28 degree weather. Um, I was in 38 degree water for four minutes. Um, I'm not saying you do that out of the gate. That took me a, a long time to get there. But um, you know, we can we don't need fancy weights or even a gym membership to do body weight exercises. We do not need um, expensive cold plunging equipment to take a cold shower. and we don't need any kind of special equipment to get natural first morning sunlight and do breath work. Just breathing for eight minutes in the morning while you're facing the sunrise, the first 45 minutes of the day, which is very, very special light. It's called first light, no UVA, no UVB rays, resetting cortisol and melatonin um, levels and receptors, brightening our mood, elevating our emotional state, flooding the blood with oxygen. These are all things that people could do uh, starting tomorrow morning for zero impact on their budget. If you're in an area where it's warm enough outside to get outside and take your shoes off and touch the surface of the earth, get outside and take your first calls in the morning while you're walking around the grass. Um, so there's there are a lot of things that we can do, hydration, colon cleansing, that are minimally invasive to our lifestyle and maximally impact of, impactful on our, on our health.
1: I'm glad you covered this because so many people would ask, oh, what if someone doesn't have enough funds to start? Healthy lifestyle, but you can actually you actually explain that you can even start it.
0: Yeah, I mean, we sell a five thousand dollar PEMF mat which mimics the surface of the earth and makes you alkaline. Um, But you can also take your shoes off and contact the surface of the earth. That's why you feel so good when you're at the beach. You you lay down on the beach, you're in contact with the earth, you're breathing ions from the air, you're getting natural sunlight. That's why the beach makes so many people so happy. It's not a big secret. It's just being in touch with the basics. You know, we sell a $5,000 Hypermax oxygen system. You can sit outside at sunrise and at first light and learn to do breath work won't cost you a penny. We sell a $120,000 red light bed, photobiomodulation. It isolates all of the healthy wavelengths from the sun, but you can get those same wavelengths at first light, take your shirt off and expose your skin. You know, n- n- women sit out in a you know in a, in a sports bra and a bikini bottom and let that sun bathe your skin um, first thing in the morning so you're not getting any damaging rays and 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 do your breath work. contact Mother Earth those things cost you nothing. You can buy a fancy seven thousand dollar cold plunge if you want the convenience or you can um, take a nice cold shower when you get a chance or on your way home from work pick up a bag of ice couple bags of ice from 7 eleven, dump them in your tub it'll last about three days by the way, if you don't let the water out and cold plunge every morning. Um, as the last thing before you get dressed and head off to work. Those simple changes alone, adding 10 ounces of, of clean water to your morning routine with a pinch of pink Himalayan sea salt or Celtic salt, um, these very inexpensive slight shifts in our routine that challenge our body, that strengthen our body, that cause our body to, to respond with this hormetic response, meaning stress benefit. Um, these are things that we can do without you know, becoming... Raw food, plant based vegans overnight, or, um, you know, making a a second mortgage on your home to invest in all kinds of expensive equipment. We don't even need a, a, a local gym membership to benefit from these things.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. And how can you actually tell how long someone has left to live?
0: So and I don't do that t- uh, science anymore, but it's some of the most accurate science in the world. I mean, if you think about um, the solvency of life insurance companies, I mean, if you want to know how good they are at predicting mortality, just look at what happened in the 2008, 2009 financial services crisis. We had 364 banks fail, zero life insurance companies failed. In fact, if it wasn't for the life insurance division. AIG would have failed because of their credit derivatives department. And so- It's some of the most accurate science in the world. I mean, they know the day, the date, the time, the location, and the cause of death for every death claim they've ever paid. And they can triangulate that information back into that person's medical record and um, their demographic record and predict exactly um by doing this over and over again how long those people have to live i mean if you think about it you know an insurance company takes risk that no other financial services enterprise would ever take no hedge fund no venture capital fund no angel investor would ever put 10 20 50 million dollars of risk on a single variable right when you issue a, when they issue a life insurance policy one thing matters How many more months do you have left on earth? So that science is so perfected. Um, And as fascinating as that science is, you know, I, I, you know, like I was saying before, we, we discovered that most of the reason why people were dying early and not having extended health spans were things called modifiable risk factors, anemias, brain fog, poor sleep, weight gain, water retention, hormone imbalance, poor blood sugar control, when leading to all kinds of diseases down the road. We know now, for example, that Alzheimer's is type three diabetes. It's insulin resistance in the brain. Just Google type three diabetes and look at all the published clinical research, including the National Library of Medicine at the National Institute of Health. You know, we have this myth that people that have Alzheimer's are losing their memory, which is not true. They're losing access to their memory. And access can be restored in the early stages before the brain begins to shrink. So these lifestyle modifications, when you talk about curing chronic disease, the cure for chronic disease is not to become chronically diseased. And if you have it to make the lifestyle shifts that led to it in the first place. Now, this isn't in every single case, but most of us are feeding our disease with our habits, not actually avoiding our disease with our habits. And the reason for that is we want to be comfortable. We like that 30 seconds of sweet taste. We like how comfortable the couch is versus how heavy a weight is. We like that it's 72 degrees inside, but it's 40 degrees outside. So we stay inside. And so we don't stress our bodies. We don't load our bones. We don't tear our muscles. We don't challenge our immune system. Look at what happened during the pandemic to the global immune profile of human beings. Worst thing to ever happen to human beings was residential quarantining, social distancing, and masking. Why? Because we kept each other out of human contact. We didn't challenge the immune system. The immune system wakened. And when the whole um, pandemic curtain was lifted, now you're hearing about all these crazy new viruses. Monkeypox, we've never heard of monkeypox before. We're in our eighth iteration of SARS-CoV-2. Not our first, not our second, not our third, our eighth iteration of this virus. There's been a secondary resurgence of Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus, shingles, influenza, all of these things that are actually predatory to weak immune systems. There are a walk in the park for a healthy immune system. You know, only 60% of every uh, DNA strand in your body and every other human being's body is is human. 40% of every viral, I mean, every DNA strand in our body is viral. It's viral DNA. And every time that DNA unzips and rezips 300 billion times a day, Our body silences those viruses because our immune system is healthy. As soon as our immune system gets run down, they're opportunistically allowed to come back into our biome and wreak havoc. And this is why keeping your body strong and challenging your body is so important.
1: This is very interesting. And what do you think we should avoid in our nutrition? Because i originally from Ukraine. I came to U.S. when I was 17, and when I came to U.S., the food tasted so differently to me. It, some of it had no taste. Some of it was kind of plain. It, it Sometimes, like, I definitely felt major difference because in Ukraine, even veggies and everything tasted so, like, fresh farmed, and here it tasted like grass.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, the worst thing that ever happened to human nutrition was the agricultural revolution, right? This was not about nutrition. It was about efficiency. And so, you know, we, we began to genetically modify seeds. Why? To make things more nutritious or increase the yield of crops? No, we genetically modified a lot of seeds because we wanted to make them resistant to glyphosates, to herbicides, to pesticides, to insecticides, to poison. And so now you have a genetically modified seed that human beings were never meant to ingest that grows a genetically modified plant that human beings cannot absorb. And therefore the nutrition that's supposed to be in our food supply is absent. You know, I just say the simple way to think about nutrition is two things. If your great-grandmother wouldn't recognize it, don't eat it. And second, get as close to the soil as possible. If you're a meat eater, eat grass-fed, grass-finished meats um, pasture-raised eggs, free-range chickens. If you are a plant eater, choose the organic versions of these because plants, um, you know, fruits and vegetables absorb nutrients through their skin. You know, If you eat pesticide-laden strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, it doesn't matter that you're a vegan or that you're eating a clean plant-based diet. You're ingesting so much phytochemical and glyphosate that you're actually altering your microbiome and you're altering your epigenetic biome. And then you know we take perfectly innocuous things like seed oils. Seed oils were not initially bad for you, right? Canola oil, um avocado oil, a lot of these seed oils. What we do is we industrially process them. You know, we degum them with sodium hydroxide um, or with hexane. We we deodorize them with sodium hydroxide. We heat them to temperatures that are not natural in nature, and therefore the oil turns rancid. And then we bottle it and put it on the shelf and serve it to human beings. We take um, all all in the United States all white flour, white rice, white bread, white pasta, all grains are sprayed with the chemical folic acid. We call this fortified or enriched. Well, fortified or enriched is a code word for sprayed with the man-made chemical folic acid. And we're fed these things and we're told on the label that this is a, you know, fortified or enriched. It sounds amazing. Um, You know, when we first discovered preservatives, for example, they were called anti-digestives. And then someone realized that, well, um, the process that stops oxidation, you know, if you slice an apple and it turns brown, the process that would stop that from happening prevents oxidation, which also prevents digestion. So they called them anti-digestives. And then they realized that was a stupid marketing mistake. So they began to call them preservatives. And preservatives sounds so innocuous and so almost healthy, like fortified or enriched. And so the sad thing about our food supply is that it's it's not actually the, the food as it starts. It's the, it's the distance from the soil to the table. The further that distance the less healthy that becomes. We want things to be shelf-stable for weeks or even months. We want oils to be shelf-stable for years. Um, We want foods that can grow in abundance and be resistant to, um, to poisons. And therefore, the food supply is nutrient deficient and we are nutrient deficient. And that's why I think every human being should do that genetic test once in their lifetime, find out what their body's deficient in, supplement for that deficiency, not just for the sake of supplementing, and, and watch their body thrive.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. That's a great advice because sometimes we don't even know what our symptoms are coming from. And sometimes, I mean, we take all these prescription medications for years and mm-hmm. it can be totally avoided.
0: Yep, very true.
1: What are the daily habits to become a superhuman?
0: Three things that um, uh, people need to do every single uh, day. One is we need to, um, apply a thermal stress, meaning cold or hot temperatures. Um, we need to provide, I mean, apply a weight bearing stress, body weight exercises or weight lifting before cardio vascular training. Um, and, um, and we need to do breath work. You do those three things, learn how to breathe. Apply a thermal stress and apply a um, weight-bearing stress to the body, you will begin to strengthen the body's natural defense mechanisms, improve your immune system, add muscle to our body, which is actually our metabolic currency. Um, it is the hallmark of long uh, of anti-aging, you know, the the amount of muscle that you have in in your body, and um get comfortable with being uncomfortable.
1: I like that. And why is red light therapy so great for our body?
0: Well, it's red light, near-infrared, and infrared light, right? There are certain wavelengths of light. Remember, our body responds very well to the things that we find naturally in nature. There's not just UVA and UVB rays that come from the sunlight, which are the ones that tan the body and that damage the skin. You also get very beneficial, very healthy rays from the sun. We get 600 and... Um, uh, uh, 80 to 720 nanometers, these, these penetrate you know, superficially. They're very good for collagen, elastin, and fibrin formation. Certain wavelengths of light will reduce inflammation. Certain wavelengths of light will increase um, circulation. And other wavelengths of light, like 810 nanometers, which is found in most red light beds, will actually penetrate the cell wall, penetrate the mitochondrial wall, the little organelle inside the, the cell force a gas out called mitochondrial nitric oxide and force oxygen in. And when we bring oxygen into the cell, that's when it has the energy to eliminate waste, repair, detoxify and divide.
1: Wow, very interesting. I do sometimes the red light therapy. I love it. And it makes me- I just
0: got out of a red light bed five minutes before this podcast.
1: Yeah, it makes you feel Uh, energized, like totally uh, in person. Amazing. Yeah. And how did you actually heal Grant Cardone? What was the story?
0: Um, So, you know, when Grant first came to me, um, you know, we did a blood test and a gene test on him. You know, I could see that he was waking up sore and achy in the mornings um, like he had to work out the night before when he hadn't. I could see that when he would lay down at night to go to bed, um, that his mind would wake up and his mind would keep him awake, which is what most people struggle with. Um, I could also see that the soles of his feet and his ankles were sore in the morning when he would get out of bed and walk to the bathroom for the first time. And so... Um, we balanced his hormones. Um, we fixed the nutrient deficiencies, the B12, the D3, um, and the, and the main nutrients of methylation, five methylfolate, um, the, the very specific B complex of vitamins and a very specific form of B12. We used a, an amino acid called trimethylglycine to reduce inflammatory markers in the body. And, over the course of just a very short few weeks, he felt amazing. All the aches and pains left his body. His sleep immediately deepened. His cognitive function, um, you know, was was um, bright and clear and cognizant for the first time in years. And you know, his short term recall came back. His waking energy came back. He started to develop, you know, more lean body mass and less body fat. And that's you know when he made the offer to acquire us and put us on the ten x platform.
1: Wow, I love it. Greg Cardone is such an inspiration for me. I love him.
0: He really is.
1: All his work. And I'm so glad he's part of Tenex, too.
0: Yeah. It's- yeah, He's hard to keep up with. He certainly does not look, act, or perform like a 65-year-old man.
1: Yeah, Honestly. he doesn't. No. And if somebody would have done the test and after would get the um supplements and all the vitamins he has to take, do you have to take them, like, all your life, or you can only take them a certain time, or yeah,
0: know. the nutrients that you're deficient in, yeah, that your body cannot. Um, methylate on its own, you will take for the balance of your lifetime. So you may be on a multivitamin um, every morning for the rest of your life. Um, because m- remember that vitamins, minerals, amino acids, these things are metabolites. The body uses them. So you know, we don't just eat one meal and then don't have to eat again because the body metabolizes that and turns it into energy. The same happens with vitamins, minerals, and amino acids. Um, you ingest them in the morning and Throughout the next 24-hour period, that those are exhausted, putting physiologic processes together, allowing the mind um, to create and degrade thought, allowing the gut to move contents through the gut, allowing the proper production of serotonin, which is methylated from amino acids, just like dopamine is methylated from amino acids. So balancing our mood and our emotional state, giving us healthy waking energy and mental clarity, deepening our sleep, all of these things come from proper nutrient balance.
1: That's incredible. Great to know. And if someone would like to do the test, you can actually send out your results or it can be done remotely, right?
0: It can be done remotely. They can go to 10X, the number 10, the letter X, healthtest.com. They can go to my Instagram, which is just my first and last name at Gary Brecka, B-R-E-C-K-A. I do a lot of teaching on Instagram. I don't sell anything on Instagram and just try to teach and get this information out. I really feel like the information doesn't belong to me. It really belongs to humanity. It just kind of flows through me. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, perfectly willing to, to consult with people, but more importantly, they can go there and they can get that test that they do once in their lifetime and stop supplementing for the sake of supplementing.
1: That's incredible. Thank you so much, Gary. Full. This is You're super
0: welcome. Thank really you. enjoyed talking to you.
1: Me too. Thank you for being my guest. And that was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at Blunt underscore or NBB podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much guys have a great day
0: save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app